you're listening to the very first episode of Falling Jackfruit, a podcast series where I sit down and chat with the creative community here in Ho Chi Minh City. I'm joined this week by Belinda Smith and Ria Mehmet, who are representing the Dragonfly Theatre Company. We sit down and have a chat about their upcoming theatre production of Constellations, both of their respective backgrounds and the journeys they've taken so far to get to this point, as well as touching on the local theatre scene here in Saigon. So sit back and relax, get comfy and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to uh, Fallen Jackfruit and I'm joined today by B and Ria. Hello. Hello. Um, so yeah, what um, what is the, the creative thing that you're doing in Saigon? Uh, well, we work with uh, Dragonfly Theatre Company, which is an English language uh, theatre company that put on as professional as quality as we can uh, performances mm. uh, for English-speaking people, whoever they are. Yeah, and and uh, did you? Am I right in thinking you started it as well? Um, I was there yeah. at the beginning, but yeah. I didn't. It was started by uh, a guy called uh, Jaime and a guy called Aaron. Okay. Um, in two thousand and eleven, but oh. I was in the first production, and I've been with him ever since. And and how long ago was that then? Two thousand and eleven. Two thousand and eleven. So yeah. Like eight years yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and uh, yeah, I believe you're you're working together on an upcoming play, right? Yes. So I'm directing a production of Nick Payne's Constellations. Um, and B is uh, producing and producing it. Producing it. Mm. So, you know, for I mean, I I don't know much about plays. Uh, what is the, what is the kind of the the some of the differences then between director and producer in the roles? Uh, so Ria's in charge of all the creative stuff, the making it beautiful, working with the actors to make it into an amazing experience, an amazing thing for audience to come and see. And I do all the rest of it. <laughs> all the rest of the stuff to support her. So finding venues. I actually myself and another um, guy as well, Leon. We're finding venues. We are um, getting the props and the costumes. I think in a bigger company, you'd get like a stage manager yeah. and you'd get a props assistant. But we're a really small company. And um, and by company, I mean like a troop of yeah. people rather than a... Like a collective. A collective. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so... Uh, we tend to produce tends to do a lot of those things. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's always small. It's always uh, finding our own way. E- even though we've been doing it for eight years, we're still always sort of finding our way, trying to find a, a perfect venue for that particular play or for what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it just leaves Ria the um, freedom to just mm. be, to take on the directing. Be wonderful. Yeah. Um, so why this play then? So Constellations is a really interesting play um, in terms of the subject matter, but also in terms of the structure of the play. And I don't want to give too much away, um, but it's a boy meets girl love story. And the lead, one of the lead characters is a quantum physicist. So it looks at lots of questions around time and focuses on the idea that time is not necessarily a linear thing. So we don't necessarily live in a world where time is past, present and future, but that time is cyclical and at the same, all at once, there are many different multiverses happening kind of Hmm. across time and space. Yeah. Um, So it looks at a relationship between a couple, but with all of those facets around it as well. Does that require like quite an in-depth production then? Because I mean, the plot sounds 
complicated in in one sense, like the time uh, aspect of it. Um, because it is quite a complex play, we are keeping all the production values really super simple. Yeah. So, but it should it should look amazing. So. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a very powerful piece. It's 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 stimulating and challenging. But also, at the end of the day, it's a love story, and everyone mm. everyone has a yeah. love story. Everyone knows about love stories, so it might sound a bit uh, daunting, I suppose, in a way. But because it's so simple, and because it's directed so brilliantly, and because the actors are such good actors, mm. you'll be absolutely captivated by it. So it's really clever. You touched on the actors there, then. Uh, like, what has the casting process been like? Do you have a being a collective? Do you have a kind of go to? group of actors or is it like a, an open casting like what's this process like and um, we do have a group of people who are who have been involved in dragonfly for a while or who kind of come and go but we never say that just because you've been involved with dragonfly you're going to get a, a part in a play so they're all open casting so whenever yeah. we have a casting call we put it out to the public we advertise it we promote it on facebook and around the community try to get people involved and, um, yeah, we always get surprised by people who come along mm. and, uh, and come back. We've had a, one of our people who was in a play in 2012, left, went to Hanoi, went to Australia, came back to Ho Chi Minh City mm. and has now come back and is um, auditioning for us again. Amazing. So people kind of come and go and it's very, you know, the community is very transient. So yeah. we want to reach out and get the talent wherever we can. Yeah. But the two actors who've got the parts are just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So is this, because you said it was a, is a love story, like how big is the cast then? There's only two people only in two. the play. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so cool. Two so they've got to be pretty good then. If, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lot to learn, isn't it? It's very intense on the actors, this play. Yeah. Like in terms of, like they're on stage for an hour without yeah. moving and there's a lot of lines for both of them to learn. So like, Sounds pretty intensive, yeah. yeah. Um, so what, what are some of the, the challenges? Ria, is this your first production that you've been working on? It's my first production here in Saigon. Okay, yeah. yeah. So what are some of the challenges that you've kind of faced? Has it been in Vietnam? Has it been... I mean, I guess just not knowing how things necessarily work um, in terms of like what plays get uh, decided um, and also in terms of like scheduling, it can be quite difficult to find like a rehearsal mm. space all the time or mm. everyone's busy. So shed, shed, whatever play you work on, scheduling is a pain. Yeah. Um, I think that's but, particularly so in Saigon because you get very broadly two types of people. So those who work in the day and are free in the evenings and those who are free in the day but mm. work evenings and weekends. Yeah. So when you've got to try and get a play together, like we had eight for the last play that we did, and trying to find a play where you could, at a time, we'd actually get them all together in the same room was like from three till four on a, on a Sunday afternoon sometimes. It was really challenging. Yeah. So a two-hander's easier, mm. but still has challenges. Different yeah. challenges, yeah. yeah. And because we've got quite a tight turnaround mm. in terms of when we went to casting to when the show is going up, like we, we are rehearsing pretty intensively. Um, so you've, you've got your venue sorted and arranged? Yes. We have. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're just finalising. We're fair finalising. We can, we can announce that? I think, we yeah. Can, we, can announce right. that. we can announce that. We can announce that. So we're going <laughs> to we're gonna perform at The Hive, which is uh, on Zontui in Tao Dien. Yeah. Um, they've got a great room upstairs, which is just perfect size. We looked at loads of different venues, venues we've performed in before. So if people have come to see our productions before, they may have 
come to uh, the dance school, which is in District 3, um, on Nambikoinya. And that's a great place to have a lot of, um, to have a, a big audience and to have a huge stage. But it wasn't right for this play. This play's an intimate mm. um, and we want, the, we want the audience to be close to the actors. We don't want them to be sitting far away and not just be able to see it. We want them to sort of be surrounded by it and then to surround the actors. Yeah. So it, it had to be the right place. So it's a small place. Very similar to those of you who, who came to Every Brilliant Thing. So again, that was performed in the round. This is a, a similar kind of setup, um, but intimate, small audience. Um, so it's going to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell that now because yeah. all of our shows sell out pretty much, but this one, because it's a, a small audience, will sell out really quickly. So, do you, I mean, obviously, you've been kind of cultivating this, this thing for like nine years now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how has that process been? Uh, was it kind of slower in the early days and it's gradually built up to this kind of successful thing where, where, it's, where they, they sell out? No, it's been an absolute roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, so it depends who's involved with it. Um, it depends what level of um, what level of publicity we can get. So uh, what we wanted to do, I think originally, going back a few years, what we really wanted to do was to make a bit like Singapore, to have our own um, theatre, to have our own place, to have people coming in and performing, to have... Um, uh, open it up to, to Vietnamese theatre companies, to uh, Saigon Players, who are the other um, expat group, to have uh, loads of different people come and perform in a theatre and to actually make an English-language theatre scene, like there is in Singapore, for example. Ultimately, that's what we're going for. Like in Bangkok, to, have, to put Saigon on the map to say, we have a theatre scene here. And we've hit... A lot of brick walls. Mm. We've tried very hard. We've, I think, to do that, you need to have the 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 money and the um, dedication for everybody to say, "This is my job. This is what I do." And when you come to Saigon, you know you can go and see a run of this particular show. But to get from where we are to that is incredibly difficult and a load of different challenges. I'm sure anyone who's worked in the art scene in Saigon will know these challenges that we have to, to find people who've got the time to do it, to find people who've got the, um, to have the financial backing to do that. It's been very, very challenging. So we've had plays like Lend Me a Tenor, which were on Vietnamese TV, and they were, um, we had a big opening ceremony. We had loads of famous people come to it, um, and it was a big, a big deal. Um, but again, we hit the brick wall that everyone's like, that's great, but that's it. Mm. And we couldn't get, the actors weren't available to continue that for a run of six to eight weeks. We just didn't have the, and of course the audience here is smaller as well. So the, the language barrier is there. We only perform in English. We've yeah. tried putting Vietnamese subtitles up, but we've had complaints about that from Vietnamese people mostly who are like, we want to watch the play. We don't want to have it looking at the subtitles yeah. so that didn't really work so we can perform it in Vietnamese would be lovely but we've got to find people who are fluent in Vietnamese and English yeah so yeah so loads of challenges That's a lot of challenges yeah so 
what we do now is we do we do kind of we've got got a bit selfish we go we do what we want to do we want to do a nice show we've got an amazing show amazing director we're going to put it on that sounds good sorry I've talked a long time now so how did how did you two meet then like how did this collaboration do that oh yeah I went to see I hadn't been in Saigon too long and I went to see every brilliant thing and then thought it was amazing like I just thought it was such a stellar show and then afterwards, I just like, I was actually about to get on a grab bike and I was like, I've got to go and talk to Dragonfly and ask about directing. And then I just went and talked to the director of that show and she pointed me to be. We yeah. had a chat yeah. and then. See if you'd have got, got that grab bike. Yeah. And, yeah. and then another universe was set yeah. up, you see. <laughs> that was another universe. And then that would have been, we wouldn't be doing this. We'd be doing something yeah. else. Mm. Yeah. So like, uh, what? What backgrounds have you both come from then? Obviously, this is like theatre production. Is, is, is that kind of st- stuff that you've come from before? I know you said, Ria, you'd, you'd put on shows before. Is that in the UK? Yeah, so um, my I studied theatre and English literature, and I sort of fell in love with theatre in my A-levels and then studied it as a degree. Um, so I did a few bits at university, and then after I left university... I started working full-time in marketing in a lot of arts venues, and it was a lot harder to keep putting on work, but did some bits here and there with a lot of different um, amateur dramatic societies in London. Um, And, yeah, I've just kind of tried to keep it ticking over whilst I was in London for seven years, but it was was quite difficult with a Mm. full-time job because, obviously, rehearsals require a lot of time and energy, and directing is a whole world away from a rehearsal space as well as being in the rehearsal space. Um, but yeah, and then when I came here, I just, it's not, not an option to not keep doing this sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, the opportunity, well, has presented itself, yeah, yeah. sure. I mean, it was definitely, I definitely looked into the theatre scene before Max and I, like, booked our yeah. flights out and mm. was like, oh, yeah, Dragonfly Theatre, I'll definitely make sure I <laughs> get involved Booknight. with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what yeah. about you, B? Um, well, uh, I also was into theatre when I was uh, in school and growing up, and uh, I loved it so much. I did a degree in biology, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I decided to follow that passion and then became a biology teacher. So that's how I've fallen into this. Uh, I enjoy Makes acting, sense. yeah, absolutely, <laughs> the progression. So when people would talk to me and say, so what do you do? I said, oh, I'm a teacher at an international school. And they go, oh, you teach drama? I was like, no, I teach science, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of weird. Um, but uh, I've acted. So I, when I came to Vietnam, again, the same sort of story as Ria, I was, um, I want to try something different. I don't want to be doing, I used to direct kids' shows at school. I said, I don't want to do directing anymore. I want to do some acting. I don't, I'm not going to tell people I've done any directing. Um, I'm going to go and do, or any producing. I'm going to do some acting. And so when I first got here, I got involved with Saigon Players and was with them for a few years. And then um, Jaime and uh, Aaron asked me to be in Importance of Being Earnest. So I played Lady Bracknell, which was amazing. Um, the whole handbag thing. So uh, <laughs> did that. And then kind of fell into working with Dragonfly. And then um, I still act sometimes, um, but I think I wasn't the kind of person that if I wasn't going to act, I wasn't going to get involved with Dragonfly. So um, I was setting up visits for schools and taking up liaison with schools and then setting up the production stuff. And now we've set up Dragonfly Education as well, which is a 
drama classes and for from kids from like as young as four mm -hmm. up to adults as well. So we run classes oh, awesome. almost every day of the week and yeah. stuff like that. So where's where's that? If you want to, that's it. Yeah, I'll I'll plug that. <laughs> So if you go to Dragonfly Vietnam Education on Facebook or Dragonfly Vietnam on Facebook, um, then you can get in contact with us through there. So that's, it's held at a place called Lang Tang, which is an amazing art centre in Tao Dien. Um, and it's a group of people who are uh, providing rehearsal space and workshops and uh, a theatre hang and things like that. That's Lang Tang are doing that. Yeah. And then we use Lang Tang space for our education classes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. My kids go to it and it's their favourite day of the week. <laughs> favourite day is like, is it drama today? <laughs> so, yeah, so they do that in the adult classes as well and workshops in schools. So that's massively taken. That's another kind of side of it to try and excite the young generations about theatre and to try and bring theatre into the community, which yeah. is basically what Dragonfly is trying to do. It's yeah. trying to get people in the community excited about what theatre can bring to your life because it's better than... Well, it's different to film yeah. it's different to most of the ways of interacting so when someone's on stage and is going through an emotion you're feeling that emotion right there next to them yeah. and the audience feed off the actors the actors feed off the audience and it's just it's something I'm getting goosebumps it's just <laughs> it's just magical isn't it and it's also like one of my favourite things about theatre is that no one person in any room at any performance will have exactly the same experience mm. because where you sit will inform what you see on stage, mm. what the actors are doing every night will, mm. shouldn't change too much, but it obviously does because it's a live, moving, breathing mm. thing. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's super And what you bring to that performance as well, so your own background. So we did a play a little while ago called Love Song, and it was about the, the one of the main characters was, was dying, um, and it was about euthanasia and whether or not it, that was something that, that, that um, she was, she was going because she was euthanized and we would come out the actors would come out and they would say did anyone cry and we could we could gauge how well the acting had gone <laughs> by how many people were crying yeah. and they would come out and the direct like yeah that everyone was in floods like yes <laughs> <laughs> because everyone brings a different reaction into it and mm. everyone brings in a different experience and for some people it can be very very heart-wrenching and that's exactly how it should be. Mm. It has an intensity that I think film doesn't always have yet. Like you can't pause it. You no. can't. You can't, can't stop out. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah, a cup no, of tea. No like, yeah. 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 Cool. Well, um, so what like would a, a typical day working on this play look like then? I mean, I it, it depends. Like at what stage of the kind of process you're at. So mm. I do a lot of. I was doing a lot of kind of text-based work, getting to know the characters going through the script, kind of knowing every little thing there was to know about it in terms of setting, character arcs, um, objectives. Just knowing the characters inside out is mm -hmm. really important for a director. Um, and then in terms of rehearsal, we look at, at the beginning of the rehearsal process, I look at exploring characters with the actors and making sure they feel like they understand them through a physical sense and also from working with the script. So we do a lot of uh, kind of character work, like uh, hot seating the characters, yeah. improvising past scenes, looking at like a character's whole life, not just like this snapshot yeah. within the text. Um, and then you rehearse. You, yeah. We in theatre, we do a thing called blocking, which is where people stand on the stage 
and then you keep repeating it yeah. until it's perfect. Mm. I think mm. a good director will do it that way. I think I've worked with directors in the past who um, will say, "Right, let's just let's just go, let's just do it. Let's just let's just throw it, throw actors onto the stage." And if you don't, if you don't go in knowing the character a bit and doing some character work first, you don't know. You can just go through the motions and stand in the right place mm. and move your hand in the right direction and things, but unless you actually know who you are acting, mm. know your character, be become your character, it just is moving in a, play in a way somebody else tells you to move. Yeah. It's like being a puppet rather than actually feeling it. Just walking and talking. Walking and talking. Walking and talking. <laughs> walking and talking what somebody else tells you to yeah. do. And so how have, um, how have like the two lead act actors been on, on this then? Have they come in with much acting experience before? They're pros. Yeah. Like, they're professional actors. Yeah. They're oh, amazing. Yeah. They're both, they're they're both they're trained professionally. Yeah. They're, oh, wow. yeah. So it is a proper professional production, this yeah. one. Um, yeah. No pressure. They've worked... With, no, yeah. They've worked, uh, for example, um, they're one of the actors who worked with a company called Frantic Assembly, which is a hugely... Uh, famous physical theatre company from the UK mm. and um, the other actor has worked with lots of theatre companies in Chicago um, and has got a huge background in, in scripting her own pieces, in uh, performing her own unscripted work. Um, have you heard much about what she's done? Yeah, bits and pieces. Ask her what she's there. done. Ilsa, <laughs> Ilsa, she is, she blows my mind what, she, what she's done on stage. She's just... So professional, so mm. talented. They're both so talented. So, uh, yeah, and Andrew is, again, a very, very talented uh, physical theatre, but also gets the real nuances of characters. Mm. So clever. explain to me as a, as a, as a newbie, what, is, what, what do you mean by physical theatre? Go on. Uh, <laughs> so it's, that's for you. it's using your body to express what's happening on stage in terms of what a character is feeling. It's, it's a bit like, I guess the closest thing is dance. Yeah, it's, okay. like, it's like dance. Yeah. But, um, so it's its, whole, it's its own sort of like field almost. Yeah. Within, that, within like branch of theatre. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so when's it, when's it gonna, when's it gonna come out then? Like, the first performance is 8th of November. 8th of November, 8th and 9th, and then uh, 14th, 14th, 15th, 16th of November. Cool. So it'll be on a Friday and Saturday, and then a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. We found in the past that if people, if we don't do a weekday night, some people are for the weekend or doing things at the weekend. Mm. They really want to come and see it, but they can't come and see it at the weekend. So yeah. we do a, a Thursday night show as well. Amazing. Cool. I definitely want to come. Um, where can people get tickets? Um, they will be available uh, uh, online. We'll, if you go into the, to our website, um, yeah. we, we usually get, go, uh, go through a different ticketing platforms to, yeah. cool. to, get, to get those. Well, I'll, I'll link everything uh, in the description and, yeah, get all that info yeah. from you as well. It's still, it's still quite early stages <laughs> of getting all the artwork and everything. It's one yeah. of the most exciting, like, it's like, it's like having a third, well, I've got two children already, it's like having a third child. So <laughs> get, get, getting a production together and kind of bringing every, all the different parts of it together. So even though I've done it for a long time, it's still really exciting kind of bringing everything together and, um, yeah, the actors and the, the set and the advertising and mm. so yeah so tickets will be available on ticket box in the near future um yeah. if you want to be the first ones to know when you when tickets are on sale you can like the dragonfly yeah. facebook page yes. 
uh, there's an email list as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or go to our, our website is uh, dragonfly dash uh, dragonfly dash theatre dash vn mm. dot com. Um, awesome. So you can go onto that and sign up for our mailing list as well. Um, so yeah, it will it will sell out. Our last shows have sold It'll out be quick. really so. quickly. So yeah, so it, and we've, we've always had people when we've been like a week out from the show, people emailing, I'll do anything, please get on to get tickets. We've had to add extra seats. So yeah, do yeah. get in there quickly. So you got, you got, it's just kind of over, like maybe a month and a half away, right? Is that, yeah. so what is, what is kind of, I mean, you, you'd said like adver- the, the advertising promotion of it is, is going to come up. Is there anything else with the actual production, like the acting and stuff, or is, is it just fine-tuning it now at this stage? We still have a lot to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem phased yet. You don't seem too It's going like, <laughs> it's, it's to be fine. Yeah. Like, um, there's a lot to do, but we've got a lot of time scheduled in. Actors are working on being off script at the moment. Yes. So, every, so they, everything so they, is meticulously planned, and yeah. we are not off You're on the schedule. plan yeah. yet. Exactly. <laughs> so there's no reason to panic. Having it's said great. that, this is, this is the wonderful country that we are We are lucky enough to live in so sometimes you get thrown a bit of a curveball you just yeah. I mean we've, we've, we've had a few of those in the past but you just deal with them it's part of the joy of living mm. in mm. just taking the taking the challenges and rising to them and enjoying it yeah so they so they learn on scripts for a while and then they and then they basically chuck them away and you and they gotta yep memorize it yeah yeah cool I'd be absolutely terrified <laughs> if I had to do that uh cool yeah. after the upcoming show is is there anything else planned with Dragonfly? Yeah, or? there's always there's always things in the in the pipeline. Um, so I can't confirm what's going to be happening yeah. in the beginning of next year yet because uh, a we haven't decided and b it's a secret. <laughs> um, we do have a we will be supporting the Heart Institute Gala, which is a a, a charity ball. And we go and perform there and just help to raise money for children who um, need heart operations. Yeah. So I've done that for a, a year or so. Uh, and it's a way of us kind of giving back to the community. Um, you talk about how Dragonfly's changed. It used to be that we'd do, we'd do shows and we'd kind of keep the money and use the money for the next show to make yeah. the show bigger and better. And as we realised that we don't have to do that, because we're not trying to get... Singapore style, we then start giving money towards charity now as well. So if oh, we amazing. can do this, if we can make some money out of doing it, we'd like to give money to, to charities that are close to the hearts of the actors and the directors and the people who are involved. So, for example, the last show that we did, uh, one of the last shows we did about um, Every Brilliant Thing, uh, we gave money to, um, uh, it was about suicide. So we gave money to charities here who help people with mental health problems and things like that. So, awesome. yeah, so we're always trying to, Try to find a charity that fits into the play. So we need to find a charity that fits into multiverses and astrophysics. Yeah, some sort of research. <laughs> something. I'll leave that one with you. I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was I was going to ask you about like you know what what is the role that you you want Dragonfly to play in the community, but I guess you just. Answer, yeah, yeah well, we, I have to say it's not. We, the, 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 it sounds awful. The charity is a nice byproduct of it. Yeah. What we want to do is we want to raise the profile of how important theatre is mm-hmm. to everybody, um, to the younger generations through Dragonfly Education, to adults through coming to the shows, 
to everybody. So you can, um, we're working on doing um, drama therapy as well for those who um, have mental health problems. That's working with a group called Winter Seerig. Um So yeah, so it's just a matter of making sure that, I think in a, a community that is developing, um, a culture that's developing like Vietnam is, and I mean, I've been in Vietnam for 14, 15 years and I've seen changes that have happened. And Vietnam is developing so rapidly I think sometimes the arts can be left behind. And mm. I think it's so, everyone's so keen to develop and to become um, a successful business person and to succeed and whatever succeed means. I think we, if you leave the arts behind, if you leave behind the creative side of people's personalities, the creative side of their souls, you become empty. Yeah. There's, some, there's something so important that, that all the arts can fill. And I think if Vietnam doesn't have that either in English or in Vietnamese or anything else I think it can become a more soulless society and I think it's important to do There's, that like the arts is such an integral part of understanding the world understanding mm. yourself understanding other people uh, understanding other cultures they provide a route into so many different mm. things like mm. it, yeah they are incredibly important yeah yeah I think that's where Dragonfly come in to try and give that particular professional quality experience that people can say, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like, that's what it's supposed to feel like, to a, a people who wouldn't be able to experience it otherwise. Yeah. I mean, theatre, flying to Singapore to go and see, um, I know, the shows that are on there, the big, the big shows that come there, it's just out of the realm of possibility for most um, middle-class Vietnamese or, or anybody else. It's so expensive. We like to be able to bring something and say, well, you can see good quality, great quality theatre and not pay hundreds of dollars in, in towards going to see the theatre. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks for having me in your home. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> it's been great to talk to you. Thanks again for listening to the very first episode of Falling Jackfruit. I've dropped links in the description to the Dragonfly Theatre Company, as well as the upcoming Constellations events, so check them out and get your tickets quick. If you've enjoyed listening to today's episode, please give us a like, subscribe, or leave a five-star review wherever you're listening, because it really does help. You can give us a like on Facebook at Falling Jackfruit, and on Instagram at Falling Jackfruit Podcast. And if you'd like to get in touch about coming on as a guest, or if you'd like to recommend someone as a guest, or if you just want to leave some feedback in general, please send an email to fallinjackfruit at gmail.com. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks again for listening. Mm -hmm.